Hi, Dave Emmer here. This is For the Record Program number 1257, Pandemics Incorporated Part 7, subtitled Too Much Monkeypox Business. This is being recorded on August 17th of the year 2022. Before I get into the main body of the program, several advisories, uh, there is way too much going on for me to cover in a one-hour weekly program, so I emphatically encourage people to keep up with the comments that are made, most of them, by our expert contributing editor Parafractal, some by other intelligent listeners. The link to that has is no longer operative. I will find out how to do that. Uh, however, uh, again, uh, Parafractal is doing yeoman-like work, and there are other people also making the spectacular contributions. So please stay up with those. Uh, for those of you who find podcasts to be the best way of consuming for the record and in our smartphone era, that is increasingly the case, Sister Station WFMU is podcasting for the record. There is a link at the top of each written for the record description and at the top of each Food for Thought post on the SpitfireList.com website that will enable you to do that. Also, all of the work that I have done, printed, and recorded for uh, close to 44 years on the air, uh, actually, I'm nearing the end of my 43rd year, all of that, plus all of the comments by Parafractal, and also a mini-library of old anti-fascist books on easy-to-download PDF files, is available for a very nominal tax-deductible contribution. I get no money whatsoever from this. And again, at the risk of seeming a little weird, uh, <laughs> I, I should be over that risk by this point in time. But uh, I, I think we're doomed. I really think we are headed for a third world war. And hopefully some people will survive. I think that, again, the risk may be of seeming a little corny. I think it is our responsibility as sentient beings to do what we can to preserve the record of what happened for succeeding generations, if there are succeeding generations, however many people there may be in them. Again, at the top of each written for the record description, and at the top of each Food for Thought post on the SpitfireList.com website, there is a link that will enable you to obtain that flash drive. Again, it is available for a very small tax-deductible nominal fee, and I get no money whatsoever from that. And last but certainly not least... I am also doing a Patreon site, which uh, features three one-hour recorded spots per week. Uh, Often they are going longer than one hour. I know it will be shocking to veteran listeners to uh, learn that I go longer than one hour. That is, you know, tongue-in-cheek, deliberately self-effacing. The total is closer to four hours per week. There are also raw unedited transcripts available for those talks. 
And in addition, I'm doing a bi-weekly Zoom Q&A session. Uh, and once again, at the top of each written food for thought description, uh, at the top of each written for the record description, and at the top of each food for thought post, there is a link that will enable you to uh, participate in the Patreon site. Now, uh, this program is a continuation of the series that I have been doing covering, frankly, a terrifying consortium involving uh, EcoHealth Alliance, a Pentagon and USAID-financed NGO involved with biotechnology. It appears to be a major element involved with the creation of the SARS-CoV-2 virus that causes COVID-19. Another element participating is Metabiopa, another uh, biological warfare defense contractor. And they are in turn are twined with Munich Reinsurance, the giant German reinsurance company, and the venture capital that greased those wheels has been provided by Incutel, the venture capital arm of the CIA and the intelligence community. Uh, I have done six programs dealing with that, and again, it may seem a little uh, facile for me to uh, gloss over it, but uh, again, there, there is an awful lot of information available on that. Now, I want to continue with an element of discussion with which I concluded for the record 1256. Now, in all of these programs and all of the programs on the Oswald Institute of Virology series that I did and uh, in the BioSyap Apocalypse Now programs, there is a very important consideration to take into account. And once again, I apologize to veteran listeners for whom this is overly repetitive, but the Guardian of June, that's the British paper of June 19th of 2018, has an article by Ian Sample, S-A-M-P-L-E, Synthetic Biology Raises Risk of New Bioweapons, U.S. Report Warns. And this concerns a uh, study that was uh, commissioned by the Pentagon and that was chaired by University of Michigan Professor Michael Imperiali, last name I-M-P-E-R-I-L-E. Excerpting that. Advances in the area mean that scientists now have the capability to recreate dangerous viruses from scratch, make harmful bacteria more deadly, and modify common microbes so that they turn out lethal toxins once they enter the body. In the report, the scientists describe how synthetic biology, which gives researchers precision tools to manipulate living organisms, quote, enhances and expands opportunities to create bioweapons. Today, the genetic code of almost any mammalian virus can be found online and synthesized, quote, the technology to do this is available now, said Michael Imperiali. It requires some expertise, but it's something that's relatively easy to do, and that is why it tops the list. Again, note the following. Today, the genetic code of almost any mammalian virus can be found online 
and synthesized. Quote, the technology to do this is available now, said Michael Imperiali, and uh, it also can be tweaked. So keep that in mind. Now, about Metabiapa, again, a biological warfare contractor. They, they uh, claim they're in the business of preventing pandemics, but as I have noted in so many programs, the notion of, quote, offensive, unquote, and, quote, defensive, unquote, biological warfare research is entirely academic. If you are studying how microorganisms infect, sicken, and or kill plants, animals, or humans. It is the same research whether you call it, quote, offensive, unquote, or, quote, defensive, unquote. And so much research in the field of biotechnology is inherently dual use. And again, we've talked about Bethabiapa, and there are profound links to Ukraine, uh, their global business governmental uh, consultant or, or uh, officer was Andrew C. Weber, the former under assistant secretary of state for chemical, biological, and radiological defense. And uh, again, there are profound connections to the biological laboratories in Ukraine. Uh, returning briefly to an article from Vox blog of January 28th, 2020. This is in the beginning of the pandemic. This is by Rebecca Heilweil, capital H-E-I-L-W-E-I-L, how AI is battling the coronavirus outbreak. And skipping down, this this obviously was published in late January of 2020, so the information would have been current as of late 2019. And uh, the skipping down in the article we read, for instance, at the time of this article's publication, Metabiopa rated the risk of the novel coronavirus causing public anxiety as, quote, high, unquote, in the U.S., and China, but it rated this risk for the monkeypox virus in the Democratic Republic of Congo, where there have been reported cases of that virus as, quote, medium, unquote, one more time. It rated this risk, that is, for the monkeypox virus in the Democratic Republic of the Congo, where there have been reported cases of that virus as, quote, medium, unquote. Now, uh, I want to uh, issue a couple of advisories. Uh, I had never heard of monkeypox prior to the uh, outbreak in this country and others. It is a relative of the smallpox virus. It is native, apparently, to Africa. It is not lethal or very rarely lethal. I have never heard about it before, and I can't really speak authoritatively, but the manifestations in medical literature are somewhat contradictory, and I think when looked at intelligently, they are somewhat alarming, because as we will note, we have been primarily told that the virus is communicated through prolonged contact, and it, it, it is being uh, portrayed or it is being discussed as primarily a disease that uh, gay men with multiple sexual partners are experiencing. Uh, 
there also is something of a stigma to Africans as well. Uh, again, I have never heard of this disease before this outbreak. There does appear to be from the available literature some possibility of aerosol transmission. Uh, I'm going to ruminate about the possibilities thereof, and I want to stress at this point that one of the things I think people need to be uh, alert for is, again, the monkeypox business, uh, one of the really infernal aspects of what I call Pandemics Incorporated, is that these powerful companies, inextricably linked with the national security establishment, are making a lot of money potentially off of these diseases. Big Pharma may very well be doing that as well. Uh, the possibilities for psychological warfare are enormous. Uh, Fox News and people like Tucker Carlson are already portraying uh, monkeypox in very strong anti-gay terms. There are indications that uh, this disease is transmissible, again, by far more than prolonged physical contact. It may, again, may, one more time, may be possible, possibly aerosol transmitted, to coin a term. Again, I do not want to be quoted as being authoritative but there, uh, on that score, but there are some indications. And one thing that scares the fresh fertilizer out of me, already I think people are badly shaken psychologically by the pandemic. You know, it is well known that uh, solitary confinement has a very destructive effect on inmates who have experienced that to an extent the social distancing and the masking and the uh, lack of human contact that people have had during the pandemic as well as the fear and the economic dislocation have really worn people's nerves thin and uh, if people start getting this disease, for example, in today's news, ABC News. Uh, there have now been eight reports of children contracting the virus, some of whom were asymptomatic. I don't know how they could have caught it. Seems unlikely that they would have caught it from, you know, getting gay sex. Um, however, given the propagandizing about uh, trans people using bathrooms and, uh, again, the more or less open anti-gay uh, rhetoric of institutions like Fox News. Uh, and given the uh, ideolo ideological themes or memes that are coursing through uh, much of the Republican Party about... Uh, gay or trans groomers and so forth and pedophilia. Uh, if people become afraid that their kids are getting uh, monkeypox from you know, gay people using bathrooms or who knows what, uh, 
the possibilities for some real mayhem, I think, are very real. During the Black Death, uh, there were enormous deadly pogroms against Jews, for example, who were in some areas being deemed uh, guilty of having spread the disease. Uh, the possibility of anti-gay or you know, anti-black pogroms or something along those lines is enormous. Uh, again, if this disease is in fact possibly aerosol communicated, and again there are some indications that that may be the case, and if this starts to spread, if kids get it, uh, it may be uh, KV bar the door. I'm afraid this has the possibility for some real serious fascist manifestations. Now, note again that monkeypox in the Democratic Republic of Congo, formerly the Belgian Congo, the scene of generations of intelligence uh, and fascist connected mischief, uh, it was on Mephibiotis radar back in late 2019, and now it is appearing in the U.S. I want to read a short section of an op-ed column that appeared. It was in the East Coast edition of the New York Times on July 30th. It appeared uh, July 31st, actually July 30th. It appeared in the West Coast print edition on Monday, August 1st of 2022. It's titled Monkeypox. Could be our next public health failure. It is offered by Scott Gottlieb. Scott Gottlieb was Donald Trump's head of the FDA from 2017 to 2019. He now is uh, on the board of the American Enterprise Institute, a major conservative think tank. He also sits on the board of directors of Pfizer the pharmaceutical giant that also makes one of the uh, vaccines in partnership with BioNTech for COVID-19. And again, this was Donald Trump's head of the FDA. And now skipping down in this, I want to note something. It, meaning the Biden administration, obviously I think we can assume that Donald Trump's head of the FDA was no big fan, is no big fan of Joe Biden. <laughs> Neither am I, by the way. Uh, I'm no fan of Donald Trump's either. It, meaning the Biden administration, it has effectively created an agency out of an office inside the Department of Health and Human Services that is charged with coordinating the federal response to bioterrorism, among other things. Isn't that special? One more time. It, the Biden administration, has effectively created an agency out of an office inside the Department of Health and Human Services that is charged with coordinating the federal response to bioterrorism, among other things. The reordering puts the new Administration for Strategic Preparedness and Response on an equal footing with the CDC. Again, it is certainly interesting that uh, a new department has been created out of the Department of HHS, Health and Human Services, that was charged with the federal response to bioterrorism, and now uh, they have... uh, been uh, sort of upgraded, so to speak, in connection with monkeypox. It uh, remains to be seen. Certainly, if this thing does get out of hand, uh, and it may not need to get that far out of hand to uh, 
terrorize people if the media coverage continues to be as uh, skewed and irresponsible as some of it appears to be. So far, there are only about 12,000 recorded cases in the U.S. There may be a lot more than that. There are problems about testing and uh, a whole lot of things that I will go into. Well, I think this has the possibility, in addition to maybe making a whole lot more money for Metabiopa and Munich reinsurance, if in fact uh, the monkeypox uh, outbreak turns into something of a pandemic, or if there is fear on the part of businesses that it might, it will sell pandemic insurance. Uh, it also has the possibility to promote tremendous political reaction against gay people. It, uh, that could get really extreme. And if, in fact, this does turn out to be communicable via aerosol, and again, there is a possibility from what I've seen and what I will share with you that that may be the case. Again, please note my choice of words. If it gets out of hand, if kids start getting it, and Fox News gets a hold of that, and, you know, this is, you know, a gay disease that now is infecting your children because gays are allowed to do this and that, already in the wake of the Supreme Court's overturn of Roe v. Wade, there has been a whole host of anti-gay measures that the right wing has been uh, undertaking. So uh, I think this needs to be taken as uh, food for thought and grounds for further research. Uh, just a few New York Times articles and op-ed columns. Another op-ed column, this from the New York Times of Tuesday, June 28th of 2022 by J.K. Varma a professor at Weill Cornell Medical School and epidemiologist focused on large-scale responses to infectious diseases. Another virus is catching America off guard. Uh, another article, this, also from the New York Times, Friday, August 5th of 2022, by Cheryl Gay or and Apurva Mondavili, A-P-O-O-R-V-A, M-A-N-D-A-V-I-L-O-I, U.S. calls rise of monkeypox an emergency. And uh, yet another article from the front page of the New York Times Western Print Edition on Sunday, July 24th of 2022. Another article by Apurva Mandavili. Health officials call emergency for monkeypox. And again, uh I don't know how warranted that is. Is it possible that this has spread far more than we have been told or that it possibly can spread? Is it possible that the aerosol transmission route is uh, viable? Again, we'll look at indications that that might be the case. Yet another New York Times article, this one from Friday, July 29th of 2022, by Cheryl Gay Spolberg and Noah Weiland, W-E-I-L-A-N-B, Health Secretary said, st says states, quote, need to work with us, unquote, on fighting monkeypox. And then another one which uh, uh, resonated with yours truly, and this on the same page and just below the article I just shared with you, this by Liam Spack, S-T-A-C-K. In monkeypox, gay men confront a health crisis 
with echoes of the past. Uh, for two paragraphs here, it was happy hour at a gay bar in Harlem for West Lounge, and the after-work crowd had come to drink rum punch and watch RuPaul's Drag Race, unquote. But instead, perched on stools, the men talked about the rapidly spreading monkeypox virus, their efforts to snag a, co- a coveted vaccine appointment in a city where demand for the shots far outstrips the supply the slow government rollout of vaccines and treatment, and their confusion about how the disease spreads and how to stay safe. This uh, obviously echoes some of the concern concerning the AIDS virus. Uh, That was represented as a mutated monkey virus that uh, jumped from apes to humans in Africa and then came over here. Uh, over the decades I have looked, I have shared with the audience vast amounts of research, not only indicating that AIDS was deliberately created uh, and it was created by a bi- biological warfare uh, project, but that the roots of the research, the boilerplate research, go all the way back to the Third Reich. In for the record, 606, uh, recorded in for the record, uh, in, in uh, 2007, uh, we noted that there is a hereditary immunity to the AIDS virus, to HIV, that is only present, it's the CCR5 Delta 32 allele, it is only present in purebred Northern Europeans or, quote, Aryans, unquote. It also afforded immunity to the Black Death, and we noted in that regard, this in later programs, including AFA uh, 37, and also, uh, actually AFA 39 make that, and uh, also in uh, a number of For the Record programs, that uh, the Black Death, or bubonic plague, was being researched as a biological warfare weapon by the Third Reich, by Dr. Kurt Blum, who reported directly to Heinrich Himmler, and who went to work for the U.S. after World War II. So, uh, again, the echoes of AIDS, allegedly a mutated, well, certainly an, uh, a mutated African monkey virus. I don't believe it accidentally spread from uh, primates to humans. Uh, there are indications that that was deliberately created and that the uh, apes to human uh, transmission route was deliberately uh, the, the result of deliberate obfuscation. Again, a tremendous amount of research that I have done over the decades about that. There was an interesting article that was carried in Covert Action magazine of August 14th of 2022. It's by Morgan Artukhima, It is titled, Showing Old Prejudices, U.S. Government Falsely Associates Monkeypox Outbreak with Gays, Bisexuals, and Africans. And uh, there is a subhead, misinformation breeds more fear of minority groups along with misunderstanding about disease itself. Now again, I want to emphasize I had never heard of monkeypox prior to this outbreak. Uh, I don't know much about it. Uh, I think it is certainly scary and very possibly significant that Metabiopa had that on their radar in late 2019. And uh, I also 
want to stress that I can't speak to the viability of the possibility of aerosol transmission, but some of the literature points in that direction. There also are indications that that uh, those indications uh, that, that that literature has been deliberately skewered in the direction of you know it's gays and it's Africans. Uh, there also is a small syntactical uh, note in this article. Uh, Gays are referred to as, quote, queers, unquote. Uh, that is now, at least in certain circles, an acceptable term. Uh, being an old geezer and uh, working in radio for decades, uh, the word queer was not an acceptable term of reference for gay people. It was considered an insult, and so I'm going to use the term gay here, where the word queer is used just because I'm going to err on the side of caution. Also, there is a screenshot of a Tucker Carlson uh, broadcast about monkeypox, and I'm going to attenuate some of that because although I don't see any of the seven proscribed words uh, proscribed by the FCC some of it is borderline and I'm going to err on the side of caution now this article again from Covert Covert Action Magazine from August 14th of 2022 by Morgan Artukina showing old prejudices U.S. government falsely associates monkeypox outbreak with gays, bisexuals and Africans Careless messaging by global health agencies about the outbreak of monkeypox virus has created widespread public confusion, including associated, including associating the infectious disease with gay and bisexual men and with Africans. The unwarranted and needless situation is a public health failure and has camouflaged the true nature of the outbreak, which does not discriminate between races, genders, or sexualities, posing a greater risk to the U.S. public at large. According to the U.S. Centers for Disease Control and Prevention, more than 11,177 cases of monkeypox virus have been detected in the U.S. since May, with nearly all of them being gay and bisexual men, sometimes worded as, quote, men who have sex with men, unquote. Globally, more than 31,799 cases have been detected across 87 countries, with most of them in the U.S., Spain, the United Kingdom, and Germany. By the way, the U.S. has the largest number of cases. Continuing, the disease is closely related to the extinct virus variola, which causes smallpox. It was first detected in humans in West Africa in 1970, but has never reached such a wide-scale outbreak as presently exists. This outbreak is driven by the West African clade, which has a mortality rate of less than 1%. A two-shot vaccine, Genios, that's J-Y-N-E-O-S, is produced by Danish company Bavarian Nordic and licensed by the U.S. Food and Drug Administration to inoculate against monkeypox and smallpox. Vaccines are predicted to provide protection as well due to their similarity. Health officials have clearly and repeatedly stated that everyone can catch monkeypox and that it is not sexually transmitted. 
meaning there is nothing unique about gay and bisexual men with respect to the virus. What is unique about queer men is that they are the only ones being tested, resulting in a false picture of the outbreak as being either only possible among them or that it is being spread by them. Again, note that uh, being vaccinated against smallpox appears to protect against it. Continuing, it is inevitable that this facade will eventually crumble and public health officials will be forced to admit that monkeypox is not the gay disease and that the vast majority of people infected with monkeypox are not queer men, transgender women, or people who frequent raves and sex clubs, but simply people with the misfortune of having brushed against an infected person on the subway to give one likely scenario. By then, it may be too late to stop monkeypox from becoming endemic to the U.S. It did not have to be this way. The next uh, section of the article, subtitle, Monkeypox Gets Associated with Gay Men. The association with gay and bisexual men began with the United Kingdom's Health Security Agency, or HKHSA, which said in a May 16th bulletin that gay men needed to be specially monitored for signs of monkeypox infection. At the time, just four gay men had been found with monkeypox in the UK, three in London and another in northeastern England, none of whom had any connections to the three other known cases in the UK at the time. This was justified by the HSA as because, quote, the virus spreads through close contact, unquote, although it did not explain how that activity is unique to gay men. The central corporate media outlets then republished this alert without interrogating its contents, including LGBTQ-oriented media like Pink News. However, some, such as health-oriented Boston Globe spin-off Stat News, plainly stated that, quote, it is not known how any of these people contracted the virus, unquote, noting that, again quoting, and note this, transmission is thought to occur mainly through virus-laced droplets, but direct contact with lesions or bodily fluids from an infected person or indirect contact via contaminated clothing or linens can also result in contamination, unquote. One more time. It is not known how any of these people contracted the virus, unquote. Moving to begin quoting, transmission is thought to occur mainly through virus-laced droplets, but direct contact with lesions or bodily fluids from an infected person or indirect contact via contaminated clothing or linens can also result in transmission, unquote. All this is not to say that the concerns of public health officials were unwarranted. The UK HSA, CDC, and the World Health Organization correctly notified health clinics about how to differentiate between sexually transmitted infections and monkeypox vesicles, concluding that people would find the vesicles, assume they were an STI, and seek diagnosis. However, the framing of those alerts was such that in the public eye, it became easy to conflate the spread of monkeypox with age-old stereotypes about gay and bisexual men, including that the community can serve as a disease vector for the general public. 
They should have known better since that is exactly what happened when human immunodeficiency virus burst onto the scene in the early 1980s. The article also notes that uh, monkey is often a, a racist slur against uh, black people. Uh, there is in this article a screenshot of uh, a Fox News broadcast by Tucker Carlson, uh, and it says, Suggestions for renaming monkeypox. One, Hunter Hives. Two, Midterm Variant. Three, Adam Schiffless. And four, and uh, again, I'm not going to chance this, uh, there is a slang term for the male sex organ beginning with S and rhyming with long, so it's S word COVID, rhyming with long COVID. Now again, with Fox News saying things like this, uh, I think the effect can only be uh, inflammatory, and uh, who knows whether a public that already is fairly uh, shell-shocked, psychologically speaking, uh, the possibilities for uh, serious reaction could be enormous. Again, in today's uh, ABC News uh, and the articles, eighth child in U.S. tests positive for monkeypox. It's by Ariel Mitropoulos, August 16th of 2022. Uh, actually, it was yesterday. Eight children have tested positive for monkeypox. Now, how they got it, I don't know. Some of them were asymptomatic. But again, if people's kids start getting this, uh, the possibilities for anti-gay programs certainly a tremendous political battle club for the Republican Party and its more extreme elements in particular. Uh, you know, if they're getting down behind the QAnon thing, just imagine what they're going to do with this. And I also am going to read into the record an article from the Naked Capitalism blog. CDC rigs its own monkeypox case reports by not including questions on airborne transmission. This was posted on August 15th of 2022 by someone named Lambert Streffer, S-T-R-E-T-H-E-R. Again, this is on the Naked Capitalism blog, and uh, I will... Uh, put a link and uh, post the article with the various diagrams as well. They may not translate very well into reading. The article reads, This short and sweet post will have two parts. First, I will show that the CBC monkeypox case report form omits any questions about airborne transmission. Actually, let me preface this again by saying, I had never heard of this disease before now. I can't comment with any authoritative degree on the possibility of airborne transmission, but from the quote from Stat News in the previous article and from the information presented here, it looks like airborne transmission is a possibility, and the CBC has downplayed that possibility. Again, if, for the sake of argument, kids, other people start getting this, there, I did hear a radio broadcast saying that people's pets, dogs, could communicate it. Uh, this has the possibility not only of discrediting the Biden administration. <laughs> uh, I think 
the the truth about metabiota and the things I talked about in the Pandemics Incorporated series uh, one through six. We'll do more to uh, discredit Biden, plus the Ukraine war, which is just shocking. We'll talk more about that down the line. But again, the possibilities for monkeypox to be exploited are enormous. Once again, this article by Lambert Streffer, CBC rigs its own monkeypox case reports by not including questions on airborne transmission. This short and sweet post will have two parts. First, I will show that the CBC monkeypox case report form omits any questions about airborne transmission. Then I will show why that's a bad idea, inexplicable given CBC's previous documentation on this point. Caveat. I am not saying that monkeypox is airborne, unquote. To my knowledge, we don't have epidemiological studies of the same quality we have with COVID, the kind with seat charts and diagrams of airflow as in the famous Skagit Valley Chorus study, but with many others. That is the kind of evidence I rate highest, most of all, because such studies show me how to imagine the ground and what to do. However, we have sufficient information not to rule out airborne transmission altogether, as I will show. That the CBC does this a priori, and at the start of what we all hope is not the start of another global pandemic on the order of COVID, is mind-boggling, or would be mind-boggling if we had not by this time had plenty of experience with how the Centers for Disease, unquote, operates. They have form. First, let's look at the CBC case report OMB number 092-1011, unquote. We have this, quote, short form, unquote, designed to be filled out by state or local officials. We also have the Data Dictionary Codebook, same OMB number, which documents the database fields that will be populated by short form data entry. Both are embedded in the appendix to this post. The name short form, unquote, suggests the existence of a, quote, long form, unquote, probably populating database fields unused by the short form, but if such a form exists, I haven't seen it. From transmission, the key section in the short form is, quote, history of possible exposures, unquote. Here, it is, and I will have the form in the printed description for, for the record, 1257. And it says, face-to-face contact, not including intimate contact, and then highlighted, being within six feet for more than three hours of an unmasked case patient without wearing, at a minimum, a surgical mask, continuing and skipping down. As you can see, the structured part of the form, i.e. checkboxes and radio buttons, does not permit any representation of airborne transmission, certainly not a, quote, fleeting contact, unquote, such as has occurred with COVID. Airborne transmission is ruled out a priori. An interviewer desperate to somehow cram information about airborne transmission into the form could use the following text fields, quote, location of exposure, unquote, additional details, unquote. However, Exactly because such data would be unstructured and unstandardized, it's not likely to make it into any reports generated from the database. 
We now turn to the Battered Dictionary Codebook. As you can see, fields on the short form are mapped to fields in a database. Here is an example of how the documentation is structured. As you can see, the basic structure is a series of field and value pairs mutually exclusive O-red radio buttons or not anded checkboxes. Hilariously, I found this field while searching for air, prairie, no such luck. Quote, prairie dog, unquote, strongly suggests that the Baffet Dictionary dates from no later than 2003 when, quote, all people infected with monkeypox in this outbreak became ill after having contact with pet prairie dogs. The pets were infected after being housed near small imported mammals from Ghana. This was the first time that human monkeypox was reported outside of Africa, unquote. But no doubt our thinking and our fields have been updated since that time. We can also see from this example that the code book contains many fields that are not used in the short form. Here is another example. And uh, there is... You mentioned that you shared transportation with them and were masks used. Again, I'll have these uh, diagrams in the written description for for the record 1257. Continuing, the word mask, unquote, does not appear in the short form. I scanned the entire code book, and I can't find any fields that would start data relevant to airborne transmission in the general case. You can check my work in the appendix. For example, the famous Japanese three C's, closed spaces with poor ventilation, crowded places with many people nearby, and close contact settings such as close-range conversations are highly structured and would lend themselves well to representation in the database. Here are more suggestions. We can conclude then that CDC simply is not inquiring into airborne transmission of monkeypox. They have ruled it out a priori. However, if you go by existing literature, including from the CBC itself, there's plenty of reason to consider it a real possibility. To that literature, we now turn. First, from KHN, CBC posts, then deletes, guidance on airborne risks of monkeypox, unquote. And there's a link in the article. The Centers for Disease Control and Prevention says it removed the recommendation that travelers worried about monkeypox should wear a mask because it was causing confusion. Although public health officials have been linking many of the cases in this outbreak to close sexual contacts, monkeypox can also be spread through the air for short distances. This is one of KHN's handy wrap-ups. From the New York Times, quote, Monkeypox can be airborne too, unquote. So why not collect data on airborne transmission of monkeypox if only to rule it out? Then there's nature. Quote, how does monkeypox spread? What scientists know. What we quote know, unquote, seems solid. Again, quoting. Several studies show that few people contract the disease from an infected household member with whom they didn't have sexual contact. This finding, paired with the data about viral load, suggests that respiratory droplets and airborne particles probably aren't the primary transmission route. 
if corroborated by further research, which CBC has decided not to do, because it could call into question whether people should isolate for the entire duration of the infection, which might be difficult, because the illness seems to take up to a month to resolve, she adds. But what we know, unquote, melts in the air again. The finding, paired with the data about viral load, suggests that respiratory droplets and airborne particles probably aren't the primary transmission route. If corroborated, if corroborated by further research, which CDC has decided not to do, it could call into question whether people should isolate for the entire duration of infection. But what we quote, no unquote, melts into thin air. Even if the virus can be sexually transmitted, it is unclear how large of a role this mode of transmission has compared with simply being in close skin-to-skin contact with a person or inhaling their respiratory particles, which also occurs during sex. Put more pointedly, during sex, hear me out, people share air so any theory of skin-to-skin contact has an enormous confounding factor. So why not collect data on airborne transmission of monkeypox, if only to rule it out? Now let's do a frankly cursory review of the literature on airborne transmission of monkeypox. CBC, smallpox and other orthopox virus-associated infections, unquote. Now here is the CDC scrubbing of it. CDC, Hospital Respiratory Protection Program Toolkit. And uh, this figure three has CDC and HICPAC diseases, pathogens requiring airborne transmissions. And there are a number of them, but uh, skipping down, monkeypox and monkeypox virus appears to have been scrubbed. Then CDC, potential exposure to person with confirmed monkeypox infection. And uh, one of the highlighted areas of this, patients with suspected monkeypox should be isolated in a negative pressure room and all personnel should wear protective equipment, PPE, personal protective equipment or PPE in accordance with recommendations for standard contact and airborne precautions. And skipping down. Now this goes right to the metabiota alert. CDC, monkeypox in the Democratic Republic of the Congo. And skipping down key points. People infected with monkeypox can spread the virus to others through the air when they cough, sneeze, or talk. The body fluids and skin sores of a person infected with monkeypox are also infectious. Coughing and sneezing is possibly droplets. Talking like singing certainly includes aerosols, i.e. transmission, is airborne. But wait, there's more from the CDC. Government UK, High Consequences Infectious Diseases, HCID. And the list of high-consequence infectious diseases, a list of HCIDs, has been agreed to by the UK formations, public health agencies, with advisory committee input as required. That would be uh, England, Scotland, Wales, and Ireland. Uh, and airborne HCID, one of the th- diseases listed is monkeypox. And uh, then, and finally, clinical infectious diseases, the clinical characteristics of human monkeypox 
and risk factors for severe diseases. And among the symptoms, wheezing, shortness of breath, nasal congestion, cough, and sore throat. Sounds like a lot of different respiratory infections. Uh, so, again, I want to emphasize very strongly that I had never heard of monkeypox before this outbreak. I cannot comment authoritatively on whether airborne transmission is a possibility. But from the literature which I have just just shared with you, that seems to be a possibility that needs to be considered and should be properly investigated. Uh, if, in fact, that information is being deliberately suppressed for whatever reason, by whomever, and if that leads to increased spreading of the disease, look out. And again, with uh, the report from yesterday's ABC News that an eighth child in the country has uh, been diagnosed positive for monkeypox, tested positive. This was a child in Maine who was asymptomatic. If people's kids start getting this, and if the kids getting this, even if they're asymptomatic, if this continues to be publicly conceptualized as a gay disease, um, I think the possibility not only for continued and escalated right-wing propaganda along the lines of what uh, Tucker Carlson and uh, Fox News appear to be doing is enormous. And just think of what the right wing will be doing. If if uh, the QAnon and Pizzagate conspiracies uh, can generate the uh, acceptance that they have, and again, in the wake of the repeal of Roe v. Wade, uh, the right wing is uh, ginning up all sorts of anti-gay initiatives. I think the possibilities of uh, serious anti-gay reaction, and indeed, uh, again, during the Middle Ages, when the Black Death was running amok, there were uh, pogroms against Jews who were being blamed for the disease. Uh, I think the possibilities of not only physical violence, but uh, various kinds of discrimination, uh, all sorts of political manifestations benefiting the right and uh, harming not only gays, but uh, uh, progressive progressives who are associated with a, uh, a tolerant attitude toward gays is enormous. Again, please do not take uh, this as an endorsement for, yes, it can be transmitted via aerosol, it looks like that is a possibility that needs to be investigated and considered and properly accounted for. And I do think that as the Covert Action Magazine article has noted, the labeling of this as a gay sexually transmitted uh, disease is something that uh, could have terrible results. In that regard, I would uh, recommend that listeners reference the many programs I have done about AIDS, AFA 16, uh, also AFA number 39 talks about that, uh, for the record program 606, and many other broadcasts dealing with AIDS. 
uh, should be uh, taken into account. And uh, also please uh, access the other six programs in this series, because again, I find it <laughs> uh, disturbing that uh, this was on Metabiata's uh business model radar to coin the term in apparently late 2019. If in fact the fear factor vis-a-vis monkeypox uh, ramps up enormously, will businesses begin buying pandemic insurance to protect uh, themselves against a possible uh, monkeypox pandemic? Uh, again, the possibilities of fear, a sort of uh, institutionalized and monetized bioterrorism is uh, something to consider. A lot of money might get made off of that, and I find it interesting that the Biden administration made an agency out of um, a uh, Department of the Health and Human Services that had been passed with preparing for bio, uh, the consequences of bioterrorism. Uh, please, again, there is way too much going on to uh, discuss in a single one-hour weekly broadcast. So uh, do check out on a regular basis the comments on the SpitfireList.com website. And please also, again, I'm doing on Patreon three one-hour talks a week, but you know, they often go longer than an hour. Each week we, I do the better part of four hours of programs. It is a less formal and less pedantic means of uh, presentation. There are also uh, raw machine-generated transcripts of those programs available to subscribers. And also, again, uh, the I'm doing bi-weekly Zoom Q&A programs as well. Please note also the 32-gigabyte flash drive with all of my roughly 43 years of research on it, both recorded, both audio and printed, and plus a library of old anti-fascist books on easy-to-download PDF files. Uh, again, that is tax-deductible, and I get no money whatsoever from this, as I do from, uh, I get no, no money from these broadcasts, although these many years. And this concludes For the Record program number 1257, Pandemics Incorporated Part 7, subtitled Too Much Monkeypox Business. This is being recorded on August 17th of year 2022. I'm Dave Emery. Have fun. <laughs>